Hi there, and welcome to Not Just Reality, a podcast dedicated to good, bad, and maybe embarrassing TV. Hi guys, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Tamara. And I'm Jade. Hello, beautiful people. You guys, you'll have to excuse us. We, we're having a day. Well, I'm having a day. <laughs> Sometimes we just, we start talking just before we press record, and it's, it's the good bits. So we're trying yes. to just go with recording and then talk, because then, like, we're distracted and we're laughing. But we're Absolutely. here. Welcome to episode seven, Real Life Reckoning. Um, oh, not our episode seven. We don't have a title yet, obviously, but episode mm-hmm. seven of, of this show um, has anything gone on this week? Any changes for anyone? <gasps> oh, no. Any changes um, for anyone? So, Mirla has been, like, teasing, um, teasing us with her new boyfriend's, like, identity. So, like, she keeps, like, showing videos of him, but she'll, like, cover his face with, like, I don't know, a smiley face or something. It's really strange. <laughs> I made um, that last week. Has she revealed him yet? She No, she keeps doing it. Like, really, oh. like, he was playing a game, and she was, like, cheering him on, and he was dancing, and she won't show his face. I mean, clearly he's an African-American male. Um, but, yeah, it's weird. So, I was like, all right, strange. Um... Noi from the Boston season unfortunately lost her dog, Sushi, this past week or a couple days ago? Yeah, I think it was this past week. I want to say it was like toward closer to like the weekend. So mm-hmm. probably after we recorded the last episode, maybe. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So she's been posting a lot of like inspirational things. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not funny, but like she's just like, I don't know. There's some, uh, she's really into social media. Um, she's always posting songs and like lyrics and songs and then she's just standing there like smiling or like laughing. It's very curated, mm-hmm. which is, mm-hmm. a, which is a buzzword, um, from this season. But yeah, she's very curated. She'll get her friends to like join in. I'm like, I would never, I'd be like, get me out of this. Like, stop. Like, just stop. No one's <laughs> grieving. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> She is grieving in her traditional Noi way. Um, but, yeah, that's super sad about Sushi. If y'all remember, her and Steve were arguing about Sushi's cancer and whether or not Steve was trying to help or not. Um, help or what? I don't know. She was like, you never came to visit him when he was sick. And Steve was like, I got this stuff that my cousin gave to their dog. I tried to give it to you. You know? Okay, <laughs> typing. Typing. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> I was like, wait, I was like, I'm going to have to, like, remember something, something, some, what was it, some medicine? I don't remember what he said, but he put it in his post, something that he heard what could be effective, and he tried to, like, give it to her, and he did, he says he did check on sushi when they first found out sushi was sick. Oh, goodness. So, y'all know, sushi was probably, um, you know, like most people, more important to Noi than Steve. Um, right, right. So, yes, that's sad. She said that he um, passed away in her arms, and, you know, she was there with him. Oh, that's away. very sad. I know. I would in just die, arms. too. That's a lot. Um, but, you know, I'd, I guess I'd rather be there than somebody else. Um, yeah, that's true. So, yeah. 
that's really tough for her. What else do we got? Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, I did notice um, that Brie and uh, Champagne Vinny, um, they are they have like a sponsored ad on her Instagram for a uh, Ruggable, which is like the rug company that's like a machine washable rug. Um, so mm-hmm. it's like, it's like geared towards like people with pets or like, I don't know, I guess kids or whoever like spills shit yeah. or whatever. And she had a discount code and I was like, well, this is nice. You know, I, 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 you know, I, I'm in the market for a ruggable rug. So I was like, this felt very timely. Mm. So yeah, if y'all interested in a rug. They'll be on sale for Black Friday. Oh, will they? Will it be yeah. more than the 10% off Bree is offering? Certainly. <laughs> <laughs> well, then. Not that we want to support her sponsored deal. Well, you just told me to wait, so I guess I can't help her out. They do go on sale for Black Friday. Every Black Friday. Um, good brand, though. I hear great, great things. I haven't purchased my own because I looked on Black Friday. And I was like, ooh, these are still a little pricey. They are very <laughs> pricey. But <laughs> I guess it's because, I guess it's because, you know, machine washable. I guess it's probably worth it if you have, like, dogs or kids or something. Yeah, I think, like, if you're going to put a rug in a kid's room, then that's yeah, probably yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they can put, like, Play-Doh and slime and stuff on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't so, know if yeah. you buy an expensive rug to put in a kid's room at the same time. No, I think the cheapest one I saw was, like, $200, and it was for, like, a 5 by 7 I was like, jeez. They have some cheaper than, like, doormats that are still. Oh, my God. I guess a doormat could be good because you do put a lot of feet on it, so maybe I'll consider that one. I ain't washing no doormat for y'all to put your feet on it. <laughs> what? Well, because you used to have to replace a doormat, but if you just get one that you like, I guess it's a personal one. There's a lot of questions. Mm, that's true. Well, yeah, so that's Brie. Um, I don't think there was anyone else I saw. Um, I, I, was, I was on Gil's Instagram. He's so fucking weird. What's he talking about? Nothing. He was just like him. Someone was like recording him in a pool, and he's just a weirdo. Okay, into the San Diego season. So yeah. everyone is leaving the resort. Puerto Vallarta. Yes, leaving their resorts in Puerto Vallarta. And they are coming back to the States. We see people on a bus, I guess, to the airport. Mm-hmm. Um, they're and then oh, did you ahead. notice that the plane that, they, that production showed was a Frontier plane? <laughs> I didn't catch that. I saw, like... I thought it was just like stock plane. No, I thought girl. I was not their plane, but <laughs> hope I'm not. hoping it's not. Hope I mean, wouldn't bus people from <laughs> um, San Diego to Puerto Vallarta, which I think is on the eastern side of Mexico. Yeah, I think so. It really shouldn't be that far, and I would well, assume no, it'd be a south it, bus flight. I think it's farther. It's farther than like Cabo because Cabo is on the same side as. Uh, uh, San Diego. I feel like I should know this. I just flew out of Puerto Vallarta like okay. two months ago, and yet I cannot imagine. I think it's on the eastern <laughs> side, like close to the east coast. So I hope you didn't fly someone halfway across the country. On Frontier. <laughs> frontier. Well, they showed us that plane, I, I, and I, I didn't know if it was for a reason. <laughs> oh, no. It's on the San Diego side. I was wrong. Okay, so then maybe that was Frontier. You know, who knows? You know, as long as you get there it in one piece. It looks pretty far. <laughs> It looks pretty far. Um, okay. So, anywho, <laughs> they're going back. Everyone's excited about moving into their mutual apartments. Um, looks like they have some personalized doormats, which... That was cute. Yeah. I guess they never thought to do that before. Um, they didn't have no money. Now they're getting Jared. Is it Jared? No. Who's Jared? no um, James Avery. 
Oh, no, James Allen. Oh, James Allen. <laughs> no, is that right? James no, Allen. James, it's James Avery. It is not James Avery. James Avery is here. It is James Avery Artesian it's, Jewelry. No, it is James Allen Rings. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. James Allen is Design Your Own Ring. James Avery oh, damn. is like a, a Texas... <laughs> I don't know where well, those names are too close together. That's that's you know, that's a problem. Confusing. <laughs> but I don't think James Avery makes custom diamond rings. He may. Who I'm knows? James. I know we're having a hard time getting through this. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm still on the first bullet point. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, I'll shut up. It looks like we have king size beds. Justin still doesn't fit. In case anyone was wondering, Stasha doesn't know shoes in the house thing, um, and so Nate is. Nate is in an interesting predicament this episode with Sasha because she's really, you know, being very vocal about what she wants. And mm-hmm. he's just, you know, next, like, you know, he's just following directions for now. Yeah. <laughs> um, Miguel says he doesn't like TVs in the bedroom because, you know, you want to protect the intimacy of the space, I suppose. Um, so a lot of people sharing their opinions when they first walk in. But so far, I think the apartments look really nice and furnished. Um, I, I was kind of thinking about Mirla. I was like, she would give us her honest opinion of what's going on here. Mm-hmm. But Absolutely. So far, to me, it looks okay. It looks, it looks better than the apartments we see later on. Yes, yeah. I thought it looked nice. In the production. Certainly. Um, <laughs> Certainly. Yes. We see Stasha and Nate... They, so the apartment has one sink and it has like a lot of counter space. Stasha says that she would like to use the counter space for all of her stuff, her skincare, her hair stuff, her makeup, and then Nate can put his stuff in the drawers. Mm-hmm. He, he expresses a little resistance to it, but he goes with it. They're then um, like laying on the bed, not in the bed, but on the bed with a blanket. She says that she likes the house really clean. He says he sometimes leaves dishes hanging out. And he doesn't like laundry. And so sometimes after the gym, he gets into the bed, like, in his clothes that he wore at the public gym and sweated in. Wow. Um, But he says, like, that's a small correction he can make, something he can work on. Well, something he could do for himself as well. (laughs) You know? Like, bacteria? Like, you can get acne, like, because sweat just sits Mm. on your skin and, like, That's really important. You know, you first start dating someone like you go to their house for the first time. That's so nerve-wracking. Yeah. You just don't know how people are living. And this gave me a lot of that. Like, you don't know Mm. what people's lives are like inside their homes. People are not living right. They're not living right? There's such a vast range (sighs) of what everyone's doing. Do you want to take us with Morgan and Ben? Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, Morgan and Ben, um, we are... In their mutual apartment, Ben asks if this is Morgan's first time living with someone. She says yes. I don't know if he ever answers the question. Um, So I'm not sure if this is his first time living with someone either. Um, He says that um, during their honeymoon, he left the seat up only once, and then he didn't flush the toilet, but it it was a pee, not a poop. So that's good to know. Um, Morgan says that her apartment looks very lived in, but it's very tidy. Um, she says that she does laundry when she first wakes up. And so Ben says, as long as you don't do it after 4 p.m., she's good. He also says that we need to unplug things like the gaming system, the air fryer, 
and then to turn off all the lights until 6 p.m. And then I thought to myself, maybe I should unplug some things. I thought that too, but... <laughs> like the air fryer? The I mean, air fryer is plugged in all the time. I don't have a gaming system, but I was like, hmm, interesting. But then she goes in to like take a shower because she said it was a long flight. And then he turns off literally all the lights. And she's <laughs> like, I the need light the, the light for the bathroom. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. I thought that was cute. He's so cute. How <laughs> like, do you not love him? He's adorable. <laughs> I was like, you just turned on literally all the lights. Um, so that's all I got from that scene. It was pretty quick. Nothing nothing mind-blowing. Yeah, nothing crazy happening with them. Um, we see Kristen and Mitch. They say that this apartment is nicer than both of their places. Hmm. Um, apparently, neither of them have dishwashers. I'm not sure if this is... I'm not sure what California apartments, like, what the baseline is. But it reminds me of, like, when we were at, where was that, Boston or somewhere where we were, like, how are they living? Yes, Boston. Like, it everyone was, Boston. was like, kind of living in small spaces. Because remember, um, Mark had that awful, like, wooden apartment he with had, like, wood, wood and termites. And then Noy was in a studio. And then Michael was, had, like, two roommates. Like, eight roommates. and ugh. Yeah. Things were looking kind of shady over there in Boston but mm-hmm. okay so they say neither of them have dishwashers which I thought was wow that's insane standard um, I don't think I've ever <laughs> no shade to anyone that doesn't have a dishwasher sorry guys it's been a while since I haven't had a dishwasher I would say I've consistently had a dishwasher at least the last 10 to 15 years um, in places where I've lived so that would surprise me if there wasn't one um what? Okay, so she walks into the room. There's a condom on the floor, like a wrapped condom, not a not an unwrapped used condom, just like a wrapped condom. Mitch says, oh, he took all the condoms from the honeymoon and just packed them just in case he needed them. They, uh, they actually get into the bed with their airport clothes on, their little matching shirts. She says she's really enjoying this journey because it's not perfect, and that's why she enjoys it, which... jeez. Oh, <sighs> everything you know she's just so optimistic so it's almost annoying it like, is ugh, like she's like i'm just so happy that you know we're just doing so well and it's not like cookie cutter i'm like girl shut up yeah yeah it's it's a bit like i'm a masochist and i just want things to be difficult um he's pulling her in she's laying on his chest he says he doesn't feel the way he did a week ago and he's really happy and comfortable so he is also in my opinion laying it on thick that um, this is so great and so wonderful. I'm just really happy with you. I'm happy with you, too. And a lot of, like, ass-kissing. But, yeah. That's all I got from that scene. Did you see anything else that caught your attention? No, I did not. It was just very much, like, she's just so grateful that he's just there, and it's just really sad. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm starting to, like, I'm not sure if I believe him or not yet. Mm, interesting. But I'm like, okay, y'all want to look like Tweetedy and Tweetledum, that's up to y'all. But right. <laughs> it's not bothering me, but I'm like, it's a little sickening. Just a little bit. Then we have, oh, this Where couple. are we? Oh, Justin and Alexis. This, um, oh, this, if y'all, sorry, before you go there. Yes. <laughs> if y'all, um, you know how we talk about the editing being like chopped and, chopped and screwed and split up and stuff like that. They edited, this is like a really good example of them building the, the tension throughout mm-hmm. the episode with this couple. Every time you see Alexis and Justin are talking about the same thing the entire 
episode. Um, just wanted to point that out, but go ahead, take it over. So they're in the mutual apartment. They're looking it over. Um, Alexis asks him if anything is missing um, from the apartment or what would make him happier. And he says that he's missing his, his animals, um, his two, um, his dog and his cat on the floor. He also says that he's grateful for high ceilings so he won't hit his head on the ceiling fan. Man, I'm sure that could be very um, hurtful. <laughs> Um, they start to talk about the dogs a little bit, and he says his concern is with the dogs meeting each other. He says that Maya takes a while to come around, um, and so he's a little concerned about them meeting, but they kind of both downplay it, so I'm like, all right, I guess, is it okay? Is it not? Like, we didn't really get much information about that. Um, and then I finally get a glimpse of Alexis's edges, or lack thereof. Ooh. Did you see it? I wasn't paying attention to this episode. Man, it was tough. What did you there see? there I mean, are I saw, none. I saw them before. So I there are there yeah. there's nothing there. There's no leave out of any Nothing kind. there. None. Zero. Mm-hmm. That's what I noticed last week. I was like, ooh. Mm-hmm. Zero. Yep. Sounds right. <laughs> and it's just such a contrast from like just looking at myself, because like I have like my edges are always out. Like my braiders, like don't do that. <laughs> like they're not mm-hmm. like they don't they don't play that. So I'm just like, girl, is that what's happening in San Diego? I mean, desperate times. I don't know who did her hair, but yes. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Um. So yeah, did you get anything else from them? Mm, I don't think so. Just him talking about they only take baby steps with the dogs because <laughs> dogs may not click. Like right, baby steps. But then didn't really say what the baby steps are. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll get into that because I'm like, well, what does baby steps mean? Like, I mean, that can mean a number of things. Baby steps are subjected to the baby, so mm. yes. We'll see what happens. Lindy and Miguel, they're sitting on their new couch. Um, apparently she has a cat named Sweetie Bird. And they're talking about going to get Tweety Bird. Uh, Miguel says he's allergic to cats. And she's like, okay, well, do you take Benadryl or Allegra? Like, how's it going to work? And he's like, well, I just exclude cats from my life totally. And she's like, that's really, that's really worrisome. How, what are we going to do? And she's like looking all concerned. And he's like, I'm only joking. Uh, oh, I was. I was like, well, what are we going to do? <laughs> what an ass. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I just, if I'm allergic to cats, like, don't match me with somebody who got a cat. But, exactly. Um, so they talk about sharing space and he brings up decision day and she says that's a trigger for her we are how many days in don't know but she's already triggered by that word she feels like him bringing up decision day is like implying there's going to be an end and he's like well it's important for us to talk about it and like you know be able to evaluate and she's like she doesn't want to talk about decision day at all Um, he's like well I'm just you know thing if this truly works like that's when I'll make a decision then and so I don't know she's kind of weirded out by the whole thing. <laughs> it was <laughs> so like, weird she's like no we're not talking about that we're not getting divorced and he's like uh I think I think it's because he set it up before on the honeymoon that like he'll he'll do this and then he'll see and it wasn't very like, oh, I'm married to you, and I'm not, like, obsessing over decision day. But now I think he's, like, primed her to be reactive to it, so. hmm It's just, 
Those two. Another Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Just yeah. Two Although, I mean, he's not really, like, I feel like he's actually been pretty um, realistic. I think so, too, with the exception that maybe the way he presented it initially wasn't as maybe compassionate, I mm-hmm. guess. But I think he's being honest, and, like, that's what it is for him. And I think she has a hard time receiving that. Right. But I don't I don't know. If someone that was like, don't talk about decision day, I'd be like, what? That's- Everyone's talking about it. That's the point of the process. You have to discuss it. So, I don't know. I agree. Um, So then we get into um, a little bit of footage. Everyone's waking up their first morning in their mutual apartments. Um, Apparently, Nate left the toilet seat up. Bad Nate. Um, Lindy apparently snores. Oh, it's so cute. Blah, blah, blah. So then we get some footage from good old Pastor Cal about these visits he'll be making with all the couples and why they're important. (sighs) Um, You guys know that I am not really a fan of Pastor Cal, um, so I'm going to try and be as mindful as possible when I recap these these, um, visits. So we first have just regular home visits. Everyone's going to their own apartment to get some things from their own apartment to the mutual apartment. We first get Alexis's apartment. Um, I think hers might have been the nicest. Well, no, I'm sorry. It was not the nicest one, but it was actually her living room space was very tasteful. She had a lot of art. It was an art corner. Um, A lot of um, naked women. Um, Vagina molds. Um, I was wondering, is that her (laughs) vagina? Because remember she mentioned, we molded my vagina. At her wedding, she was talking about the depth of her vagina, and they know how deep it is because they molded it. Right. Yeah. So, so I'm like, is this your? I'm so confused. So I'm like, how vagina? do you know? Like, how I need more information. Did you mold um, it and then paint it and then show it to us on TV? I think maybe like it was just a standard vagina, and they I just hope like. So. I mean, otherwise, like I don't know how you would do a mold. It just sounds very like unsanitary. I mean, penis molds. Yeah, but the vagina's a little bit different, so... It is. I don't know. I need more information. Yeah, so we see some art. Um, They go into her closet. She does give Justin a disclaimer. There's shit everywhere. Plastic (laughs) hangers. um, Not organized. um, And he's, you know, very troubled. She says that she has a lot of clothes, and hopefully the new apartment has a large closet. They go into the kitchen, and um, she says that she has paw sanitizer for the dogs when they come into the house. Um, And then he wants to take um, one of the artworks for the mutual apartment. I think one where she's, like, in a thong or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, And then apparently he keeps calling Newton a dog, and she says that 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 is her child. Um, And she said that she will threaten divorce if he calls Newton a dog. (laughs) And that's what I got from that. Any any other thoughts? That's pretty much all there was. I mean, she was... That's, that's what they... I didn't realize she, like, did art like that, I guess. That was interesting for me. Mm-hmm. He was asking, was she going to do him something? And she's like, I can give you a discount, but I'm not doing nothing for free. Right. Um, so, yeah. That's, that's about it for those two. We transitioned from them into Stasha and Nate. We are at Stasha's house. Um, and y'all know Stasha does houses, so mm-hmm. I was very interested to see. I wish we could have seen the exterior, but yeah, me too. Didn't get that footage, but it looks like we come in. We have a large kitchen with a very large island. I would say probably 
five or six people could easily see the dead yeah. body. Um, he's very impressed with the house, as as would I be. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, look at me. Right. <laughs> look at me in this new house I married into. Mm-hmm, um, I bet. <laughs> they go into her bedroom. If y'all have ever toured an apartment or a home that is staged, this is exactly how it looks. There's, like, the bed. Yeah. It's all made up with all the extra pillows, and there's, like, a little uh, tray on it with stuff that is not practical. Not um, at all. <laughs> and so he asked, he's like, oh, did you, you stage this for me? Like, you you did this for, because I was coming. Right. And she's like, no, I put this here every day. <laughs> That's swear. insane. <laughs> That's truly bed. insane. And she's like, can we take all of it and put it on the bed at the mutual apartment? And he's like, mm, it's a little fit. Like, all these pillows, we don't, need, we don't need all of that. And she's like, that's this decoration. Those are decorative pillows. He's like, you can't sleep on it. He's, and she's like, yeah, you don't sleep on decorative pillows. With the tray on the bed, he's like, it looks a little feminine. Can we put some other stuff in there? And she's like, sure. Um, but really, there's nothing. Oh, there's, like, some fake books, some matches, and, like, a vessel. It's just all de- all, all decor. Um, well, it's not even that it's feminine. It's just, like, really weird. Like, it's not practical. <laughs> exactly, yes. Not practical. There is, like, a wick cutter I saw in there, but I was like, wow. I didn't see a candle. So let's just so. light a candle on the bed. <laughs> Maybe. But there, okay, so there are matches and a wick. Maybe there is a theme. Sasha probably has a theme. I'm sure this goes somewhere. Where do you put that when you sleep, though? Yes, to the side. It doesn't make any sense. I was like, this is so weird. So her house is, you know, quote unquote, pretty immaculate. Even when we walked into the kitchen, I didn't see a piece of mail sitting out or a It didn't look lived photo. in. It looked that's like. What they, that's what they told us to expect, though. So I was like, wow. That's so did, weird. Where's your personalization, you know? I didn't see a picture, a no, pen, nothing. a Not coffee even a magnet cup. or the refrigerator. That was so weird. Nothing. So he says she really cares about presentation. Duh. Um, he asked her about her Keurig. She has um, a Keurig with a tank on the side. And she's like, yeah, yeah I told you. One. I think that's the one I have. I was like, oh, is this my Keurig? Anywho. Well. <laughs> I don't know how old it is. I've had it for a I have an espresso. Years. Oh, that's what, well, that's what Sasha wants. <laughs> um, I saw they have an espresso. I saw one at Costco that had like, um. What is it? It does the pods and the grounds. And I was like, ooh, oh, that's what I want. That's, that's what nice. I want. Um, yeah, I think it was less than $200 when I saw it. So I was like, ooh. Mm-hmm. Anywho, Stasha has been also been looking at Nespresso's. And she wants a $700 one, which I don't know which one that is. It's the, it yeah, up? it's the one. It's <laughs> technically $649. Um, because I was just like, I mean, okay. I guess with tax maybe. And it's honestly, like, it's it's not even that great. Like, she'd probably do better with getting one that's a little bit cheaper, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are, like, a couple of options. Um, I'm not sure which one, you know, she's drawn to. But there's a couple in the 600 range that I think she would enjoy. So okay. I hope she gets what she wants. Okay. And I was, I was very surprised she was like, I want that. And I was like, girl, why I'm shocked she it? hasn't. Yeah, I'm shocked she hasn't got I mean, she can go get it. I, that's what I would. I don't know. <laughs> I like mean, she seems very much like a, I want it, I got it kind of person. Right, go get it. So, okay, we keep talking about this because Nate is like, <laughs> I'm not on board with this Nespresso idea. Again, I guess that's her husband, but it's her house. So Right. He's like, let's do the math. If you had a latte every day, that would be like, like let's say it's $6. 
Um, then that Which was, is on the cheap side. I'm sorry, but six dollars <laughs> is. I, I well, mean, he said he was even rounding up. So I don't. No, know. I think he needs to round up more because when I was in Oakland and even when I was in LA, like a latte, like assume she's getting a tall, so like twelve ounce latte with oat milk because I know she's not having dairy. Well, he gave it like a regular latte, no extra stuff. I think. Okay, well, okay. I I'm, I, that's why I'm not, guessing, because if yeah, you, you substitute be. your milk and add in different stuff, you're, you're running the bill up. <laughs> yes. But $6, and somehow that would equate to 2400 I don't know how we got to that number. I think that was for the mom. <laughs> okay. Don't know how we got there. Didn't make a lot of logical math sense to me, but I was like, this is what they said, so this is what's going on the note. Um, $2,400 a month. And so... She says, so yeah, that makes sense. It'd be more affordable if I just got the $700 Nespresso. And he's like, well, what about the other stuff? And she's like, okay, I'll add in like $300 for milk and like sugar. A year? A year. $300 for milk and hmm. different okay. kind of sugar syrupy things, I think. All right. Um, and he's like, well, that's before the beans. And she's like, okay, so what do you want me to do? Add another $300 in for the, the beans, but it's an espresso. Oh, is she getting the one with the pods? Because that's probably going to be more than the beans. Girl, I don't know. So she's like, it's still cheaper because it's 1300 versus 2400 yeah, That's true. Whatever kind of numbers they were doing. Who knows? But she's like, I drink coffee every day. I feel like this is the stupidest argument ever. It because is. why do you have to explain something that you want that you can afford to buy for your house to your mm -hmm. other person? Oh, I'm sorry. I stand corrected. It is the Critista Pro. It's actually $849. Um, creative latte art and premium design, premium oh, espresso creative machine, recipe maker, digital touch screen, hot oh. water, integrated steam pipe. What kind do you have? I don't have that, girl. Okay. <laughs> I'll just see which one I have. <laughs> Looks like they're not that. knocking them out. Okay. I have. So, let me see if I can find it. <laughs> find your model. Find just, my. Just peek over into the kitchen. They still make it. <laughs> see, that's the thing. Um, but yeah, because of my, I think I have that same Keurig, maybe. So I think I'm due for an upgrade. But you know, my money, Sasha's money. I'm about to say, go get you one, girl. You you, I don't you want it? You got problems. it. <laughs> Okay. Oh, I have the Virtuo, Virtuo Plus. Okay. So, hmm. I don't know what that means. Me neither. <sighs> um, so, that's their conversation. Again, I don't know why we're having that. It just seems like something <laughs> to talk about, something to fight about, something to build up some sexual tension over. And Yeah, that's it for them. Anything else you noticed? That was it. Okay. Yeah. So, um, we will get into... Oh, wait. Is, this my, is it my turn? Yes. Yep. Kristen so, and Kristen and Mitch, uh, we are in Mitch's apartment. Um, we walk in, we see all of these surfboards or longboards or whatever kind of boards. Does this look got. how you expected his place to look? Um, no, because it actually didn't. Um, first of all, there was a lot of things in the place. So, mm -hmm. we got a bike with a back seat. There's like plants everywhere. It's like, it's a lot of clutter, a lot of just things, just shit everywhere. Um, we go into the bathroom, the bathtub is, is filled with dirt. Um, he says it's cause he washes his plants in there, but I'm like, my God, don't you get you in there? Clean it um, then we come out, he shows us his dancing skate. I mean, he shows us his like skates made in the USA. He gets on the TRX. He starts pulling out some push ups. I'm like, wow, so much going on. Um, we actually have the same water, um, 
water oh, jug. That's true. I was like, I've seen this somewhere before. <laughs> he has a Berkey, um, and I have a Berkey, so I was like, yikes. Look at um, you connected to Mitch. I guess so. We do like do you good have the water, I guess. Filters? I don't. I have two filters, but not the fluoride. They're both black, so I need to see which filters I have. He has a bigger one though, so he 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 spent some money on that. He, he, he spent like he some money, money on, on that. Stuff. I think that Berkey was probably like $600. Mm, okay. Um, so then we go to his kitchen. The stovetop is a mess. Just shit, grease, dirt, bacteria. <laughs> it's a disgusting apartment. Mm. Um, then he shows us like his uh, storage room, which is just like shit everywhere. Just like, I don't know, just. A whole bunch of clutter. And so he says, yeah, I'm a failed minimalist. Um, Kristen says that she's not very happy in a dirty or cluttered space. And she doesn't feel any space um, or serenity. She doesn't feel any peace or serenity into the space. And it is a disgusting space. I don't mm. think she said disgusting, but I'm saying it's disgusting. I mean, it was, it was a lot going on. I was like, you know, this bathroom. Oh, that bathroom in the kitchen? Like, if both your bathroom and your kitchen look like that, then... I mean, what is what do we what does that mean? I don't like it. It means you're nasty. Yeah, you're a nasty man. So yeah, she's not ever coming back. um, Never. Can you imagine spending the night there? That's what I'm saying. It could be where would you shower? Date things are good. You go to somebody's house and it's like no. Where would you shower? I would wait. I would go home. I'd be like, hey, actually, I have a place, or I think I've seen enough. Yeah. I don't know if I could date you if you you're living like that. He lives in, like, I don't know. Oh, I stand corrected. So, I don't know if he has the Big Berkey or, let me see, there was, like, four filters, and he had a fluoride one. It could be anywhere between $400 and $500, so. Hmm. Maybe I'll treat myself to this espresso. Okay. Treat yourself, girl. Get it. You know, I need a Christmas gift. Um, Exactly. Are we done with those two? We are. We're going on to Miguel, I believe. Yes, we're at Miguel's apartment. Um, Lindy says she really likes it. He likes to cook, apparently. Mm-hmm. She opens up his fridge. She pulls out a glass jar with um, a solidified something in it. He says it's bacon grease. She's like, I didn't know oh, you keep no. it in the fridge. I guess because if you keep it out, maybe something can get on it. I don't know. People... In my culture, people keep grease on the stove. Yeah, so I was like, why? What's what's the why? Why is it in the fridge? I guess because I mean, it's solidified, so it looks like just like you could just take a little spoonful, put it in your pan, and then make something with it. But um, if you keep it on the stove, then you can just pour it in the thing, right? You could. I don't know. Maybe you don't like it out. Mm, maybe. Okay. Who knows? It wasn't the strangest thing to me. <laughs> no, it wasn't when, to me either. She was very. <laughs> Very She's upset. Like, oh no! It clogs the arteries. <laughs> She's like, it's so bad for your heart. She's like, you cook with this, and he's like, sometimes. Um, and she's like, don't make me anything with bacon grease. Girl, shut up! You wouldn't even know. <laughs> she probably love it. Wouldn't even know. <laughs> um, so they go into his room. He's like giving her this tour of stuff. Apparently, he has these D and D books. He says they're like his Bibles and. That's a little sacrilegious for her because, you know, she's a... That was crazy to me. I, I, Miguel was okay with me this episode, but, like, him saying that those are his Bibles, I was like, that's actually kind of gross. I think Miguel likes a lot of, like, shock. He's like a shock. Like, that was just so annoying and, like, ridiculous. Like, 
What? It's her man. He says he's going in the bathroom. Sucking he Bibles. says she can keep looking around. He comes out with that uh, little thing he wears that gives me furry vibes. And he says it's his bare man suit. She says, it's so cute. We might have to save that for later. And he's like, exactly. Ew. And I was like, ew, gross. First the Bibles, now this. He's, he's a, I guess, yes, it fits. It fits with him. He's oh, different. Absolutely. Different breed of man. What are we going to see next? Morgan? Um, yes, Morgan. Um, so Ben walks into Morgan's apartment. He asks her if he should take his shoes off, and she says that he can keep them on. He <laughs> says that is interesting. Not very Asian. That is, he, I felt like that really cost her some points. I think a couple <laughs> things cost her points. Yes, right he was not into that at all. I was like, damn. I, even I would have been like, take your shoes off. <laughs> um. So they're touring her apartment. Um, they start talking about her espresso machine. Um, he asked her how much electricity, how much electricity she uses. Like she would fucking know. He's like, um, what's the wattage on this? Thing? Right. What's the wattage? And she's like, I don't know. So he's like, yeah. He's like, so they go back and forth about if she needs to bring it to the apartment. And then I think they settle on like her, like unplugging it. I don't know. Um, they go into her bedroom and she grabs. I'm assuming it was a Theragun, but it could be something else. Um, another brand and so she puts it on his back and he's like just loving it he's like oh my gosh this is why we're together or something crazy and she's like that's it that's the reason why you like me um so then she starts talking about her cat um she says that she has a cat but he's hiding because he's scared um we get into a weird conversation about cat litter and where cats pee um ben says um, where do cats pee? Do they pee all over the house? And she's like, no, they pee in the litter. And he's like, but it doesn't smell like cat in here. And she's like, yeah, because I clean the litter box. And he says, well, what happens like when she pees? Like, will we all like pee together? Like, what's the peeing schedule? Do we all pee at the same time? Do we like sync up like women? And I'm like, what? Ben is sheltered. I don't know how much. Is there something wrong with him? <laughs> do we all pee at the same time? It's so cute though, because he's honestly, he's. These are serious questions for. Are him. they serious questions? Can, <laughs> like, do we all pee? Like, do so we all sync up? Where's it gonna pee? With the cat peeing <laughs> schedule. The, and then he says something about when he had dogs, they peed everywhere. I was like, well, you obviously didn't know what you were doing. <laughs> I love this. Him. Was wild. I was like, he I'm so confused. Gold. Do um, we all pee at the same time? Tell him about when the cat comes out. So then the cat comes out, and she's holding... I forgot the cat's name. Max. Uh, Max comes. She's holding him. He's like, oh, it's not so bad. So then he's like, how do I pet him? And she's like, just do what feels natural. So naturally, <laughs> he puts his finger in the cat's ear. The cat jumps. It's very uncomfortable because that's not something that feels good to the cat, I assume. And then he says something. He does a really weird selfie cam where he's like, oh, oh no, a confessional where he's like, oh, me and the cat, I'm going to be the cat's dad and I'm going to love it. I was like, this is. Oh, he's like, he's going to give his steps on love. I was like, this is, this is insane, Ben. Like, this is just so weird. Uh, he's the best. Um, but I was like. She said, he said, how do I pet it? And she said, do what feels natural. He obviously does not have a natural no. inclination to pet an animal. Which is, yeah. cons that's a little, I feel like that's weird to be an adult and not know how to touch an animal. 
but he looks very uncomfortable, so maybe they won't touch that much. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're back with Kristen and Mitch. We're at her apartment. Her uh, dog, Luna, is there. Luna's a pug, and apparently Luna's very excited, and so she's breathing like an overweight, very, very overweight dog. Wow. It, I mean, um, was it overweight, or was it just the breathing? Pugs, I think because of the way they, like, their nose is kind of like an English bulldog. I think they just naturally have breathing problems. Yeah, that's true. Um, those, like, smushed-faced dogs, they can't even fly because they can't breathe properly. Oh, yeah, they, like, that's true. Like, circulation in their, in their snout. It's very um, sad. Yes, I don't support the breathing of those dogs. I don't either. Um, anywho's, so Kristen is like, yeah, the dog snores, she has asthma, and she breathes deep and when she gets stressed out she starts doing how she was doing in the show which is kind of like a <sighs> like she just couldn't get enough air um she does have a some like bag or basket of dog stuff she pulls out and she's like you had to clean her wrinkle at least once a day and he's like what's her wrinkle she has a bunch of wrinkles she was a pug that's what i was thinking but the wrinkle i guess over her nose gets like food and stuff stuck in. <laughs> so it was really to, weird you have to clean it out um and so their whole time at her house is really just about the dog, and he's he's kind of taking the dog in. It is a lot. I'm like, this is this is the situation. Um, but overall, it's fine. Apparently, Kristen did prep him that her dog was going to be like this because she breathes like that when she gets excited or stressed, I guess. So he's like, she's just stressed out because she's meeting you, and, you know, she's been gone. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Anything else notable for you in that scene? Um, I think that's it. Mitch just looked very uncomfortable, very upset. <laughs> Mitch cannot hide his feelings, though, so. Yeah, like, he was just I like, your dog's breathing him. so much. Um, so he much didn't know fun. about a lint brush. Like, he's really, like, just really overwhelmed. So. He tries to give her a treat. It's, <laughs> it's a disaster. Mess. He's so overwhelmed. God bless. Um, so, yeah. So, then we transition into Nate's apartment, um, or... Or an Airbnb, you know, unclear. Um, we walk in. It is extremely dark. Um, everything's black. Everything's black or gray. Um, he so shows us. Very masculine. He shows us that the blinds raised. I guess he's got a good view. Um, he has a raised desk for his um, scamming. Uh, there's no dishes in the sink. Um, she says this place is very nice. He has a queen-size bed. So then we go into the closet, and it just looks really weird. Like, things are, like, d- disorganized, but, like, there are shoes where their shoes missing where their sh- where shoes should be. I don't know if this is before <laughs> he moved his stuff or after, but the plant's dead. Um, Stasha is just going in and saying all these things out loud instead of, like, in her <laughs> brain. Um, she goes into, like, the kitchen, and this is where I was just, like, really confused. So she starts opening up like like food items, like pantry items, and they're all empty. Like the so three strange. oatmeal containers have nothing in them. And the peanut butter. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Then she like pulls out something that had an expiration date of like 21, and she's like, I guess throw we should throw floor. this out. <laughs> like, what's going on? This is your new wife. So then she's like, he's living the bachelor life. Then she brings out these wine glasses. That, like, still had, like, red wine stains at the bottom? It looked like they were never in water. 
but they were in the cabinet, so. I, I don't understand. I don't, neither does <laughs> She's like, looks like you had someone here drinking wine. Pretty gross. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd love to open this up for discussion because I don't understand, like, what, what was happening. There's not much to discuss. He <laughs> is living like a guy. No, 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 no. This is beyond. Like, the she empty... Also, like, there's water spots on the mirror. Like, she's going through it with a fine-tooth comb. But the thing is, it's not even a fine-tooth. Like, those oatmeal containers and the peanut butter were completely empty. Like, no crumbs, no nothing. That's not Bachelor. That's something else. Like, why would you just have Psycho? empty... Like, what are you trying to say? I don't think that's his apartment. I hate to say Why it. Why would anybody have empty containers? I don't know. I think he staged that place. I don't think that's his place. I'm sorry. So you think there were just like these presentable containers in there so it looks like, oh, I eat oatmeal. Yes, I make my own exactly. oatmeal and peanut butter. Yeah. But peanut butter jars are see-through, so I'm not sure about that one. And the wine glasses. Was yes, the and the wine glasses. Like, <laughs> it's possible <laughs> Y'all know Nate's kind of like a scammer in my mind. Right, I literally so, just said his computer, yeah. his desk where he does a scamming. Like, <laughs> it's where it's he does possible. A scamming. I would hope not, but like, I wouldn't say it's impossible. <laughs> so, um, what percentage do you think that was his apartment? I mean, it could be, but if it's a long term Airbnb, it's still his. Girl. He's paying for it. It's like, Wow. <laughs> okay. I don't know. But Nate got two houses to move into because he got Stasha's house and the one she's building from scratch. Honestly, Does he need talk about the come up. I hmm. mean, we'll, get wow. into that. we'll see if that lasts. <laughs> um, we see Alexis and Justin. We go to his place. Um, upon the entry, it looks like there's... Like, it's like a building, but they have, like, exterior doors, not like mm -hmm. in, in Austin, we have, like, interior yeah. buildings like that, but this looks more exterior. Um, so, he pats the couch, and it's like, come on, sit down with me, and the dog jumps up, his dog Maya jumps up to sit on the couch with him. Alexis ends up sitting down, and she's like, you know what's interesting? <laughs> she's like, we're in the kitchen living bedroom all at once. So wow. Justin has this studio, which is tight. So there's, like, this back section where the bed is. There's no – I didn't see, like, any any space on the side of the bed to, like, get up and walk off. Looks like you almost have to, like, roll off the bed toward the edge. Um, and so she's talking about that. He gives her a tour. He says he works in there as well. And he also has the dog. So he has, like, a desk and a little couch and uh, – a bed. It's not that much square feet at all. Mm -mm. Maybe um, like 500 max. Maybe. It's tight. Yes. With, and that's a big dog. And I don't really condone big dogs in small spaces. No. I actually don't really. I don't even want to get into it. But the, big dogs like that, I would prefer y'all to not even be in apartments like that. Or at least be in an apartment with adjacent to grass and like a large dog park. Mm -hmm. But looking at his, his apartment, it looks like he's near the airport. Yeah, I mean, maybe they have, like, a dog yard or something there. I don't know. It seems like it would be a lot going on. And so they go out on the little patio balcony thing. He has, like, a little conversation set out there. And he says, when people come over, uh, 
when he has people over, that's where everybody goes and they play games. And I mean, where else Alexis they gonna go? Like, Alexis is like, are you on the flight path? Because there are airplanes going overhead, and she and he's like, oh, every three minutes. She's like, are you serious? And he's kind of yeah. like, well, I think so. Um, <laughs> she's like, if, she said, if I was dating him, I want to go back home. I just I wouldn't want to be here. Which I'm like, girl. She says space is very important for her. She likes to be able to like move around. And this just isn't that. And especially with him being as big as he is, like nothing is small. The dog isn't small. He's not right. small. The cat's small. But the apartment's small. And so these things don't really don't really fit. So he has his cat. Oh, he they find some laser pointer for the dog. They're teasing the dog's laser pointer. Has not enough black, space to do that. Not enough space. The dog is probably stressed out. <laughs> right. I was stressed out. I was like, stop. So he has a cat named Baloo, which is like this all-black kitten. Very cute. Um, they end up packing the cat up in the cat backpack. They get Maya, the dog, and they walk out because there's not much to see there. I guess he doesn't have much to pack up either. Mm-hmm. The only interesting thing I noticed is when they when he left, he grabbed the door from the top <laughs> instead of like the knob to shut it. And I was like, is this a tall person thing? Why are you grabbing the door from, mm-hmm. from the very top? And then he also says again about how he is nervous, how Maya is going to react to her dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he did that in his Maya. confessional. I don't think he told her that. Yes. It seems we may have been lying to ourselves. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Here we go. So we transition to them arriving at the mutual apartment. Somehow Newton has arrived. They bring all the animals into the apartment at the same time, which I guess it is neutral ground, kind of, but it's an enclosed space, so not not ideal. They have both dogs on leashes, the cat's in the backpack. We see Alexis taking the cat out, and all of a sudden her dog is unclipped from, from Yeah, she drops, she drops her leash. Yes, the dog, her dog's just in a harness with no leash attached to him. Justin has, still has his dog on the leash. Um... And so she's there, like, wandering around, and she's like, how are we supposed to introduce dogs to each other? And as we see Justin's dog, every time he, every time she comes near Newton, she's like, oh, oh. Yeah, she like, bears starling. her teeth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bears her teeth. And she's bigger than him. Newton's a little small guy. Um, and Justin says, I think you're just supposed to give him time until they're used to each other. His dog continues showing the teeth to Newton, and... Alexis is wandering around the apartment. And she notices it. She notices it. And Mm -hmm. she's like, oh, Maya doesn't like him. Yeah. I think she said something like that at first. She's like, oh, Maya's going to eat him or try to eat him. Um, Which could seem like, you know, I guess like you yield to the dog owner being able to know their dog. But at the same time, we'll get there. So she's asking about the painting that she did of like the the thong ass thing and where they're going to put that. She goes down the hallway to, because he ends up saying, put it in the hallway. Meanwhile, Justin and Maya are standing. Justin's still holding the leash. And Newton tries to, like, walk past walk past them. As Newton is trying to go past, Maya grabs him. There's a little bit of chaos, a little scuffle. And then Alexis comes running. What's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? Justin's like, nothing's wrong. They just got into it. Da-da-da. Everything's fine. And... Newton's like whimpering because he's been attacked and she ends up looking at him and he's bleeding from his eyeball um and so we see Justin 
Let's see. Alexis ends up calling the emergency vet, asking if she can bring bring her dog, trying to figure out where she's going to take him. Justin ends up putting his dog in what's the bathroom, I think. And he's no, like, I think dog. there was like a closet. Because it, um, it was in the kitchen. Unless there's a the bathroom kitchen. in the kitchen. I wasn't sure how big these spaces are. So I was just yeah. like, hopefully it's the bathroom or like a bedroom off the kitchen or something. I don't know. Because I think last season they had two bedrooms in there. Yeah apartment so i'm not sure with this one but he puts her in some separate room where she can't get out she goes mm-hmm. in there willingly she doesn't seem like she's hyped up or anything no um so she says she's gonna change her clothes and um i mean Alexa says she's gonna change her clothes and she's gonna take her dog in justin's like can i go with you and she's like no you knew how i felt about newton da, 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 da. she ends up going and he says he feels like he underestimated his dog he thought things would be okay he didn't think that would happen but realistically subconsciously i think he thought something could happen otherwise yeah, he would not absolutely. be like let me hold on to my dog just hold yeah on. exactly but also i think alexis is at fault because why you don't know this other dog you just met you just met this dog today you're letting your dog roam around freely he ain't letting his dog roam freely so what does that tell you mm-hmm. um I don't know. I think if it was me personally, my dog's about the size of Newton, and Tamara's dogs are smaller than yeah. Well, about the well, same size Gracie are is probably as big as Maya. No, Gracie's Gracie is only, as big as Maya. No, Gracie's only like twenty five pounds. I mean, Maya she's just looks tall. Like she's about fifty. Yeah, so Gracie's just tall. Um, yeah. But even like Daisy and Dara, like they're like the size of Newton essentially. Yeah. Um, the gag is that Gracie, I mean not Gracie, Daisy um, probably would have went um, went to town <laughs> on Maya. So I don't even know. I um, think Newton just was very unassuming and expected. He just yes. walking around. It's not but his I think fault. no, but I think he was nervous as well because at one point he was underneath the chair. Yeah, he um, was. And so he knew that, like, they know that he knew the vibes were off. Like, dogs talk to each other. Like, they know. And so that whole situation was just insane. Like, it was so sad. Like, them bringing all of those, bringing both those dogs in the apartment when they should have just went for a walk together. But then at the same time, it's like, I feel like I have to give more blame to Justin because he knows that his dog has been in multiple scuffles. Well, wait, we didn't get there. Oh, wait, we haven't gotten there yet. But I I feel like at this point, I still, the way Justin was acting, and he was like, oh, nothing happened, and, like, very, like, blasé. I think he smiled. He was like, oh, nothing happened. They just got, like, no. Like, just his whole energy around the dog, like, I I don't think he's a very assertive person. And I feel like. he's a little sensitive. And and just him, like, bad dog. Like, he doesn't know how to talk to a dog. He doesn't know how, like. Maya is probably the alpha at this point. Like she's she's taking control, and that's essentially what happened. Like she's she's scared, she's uncomfortable. All these new people around. You have a new dog around. You know your owner's not going to help you because he's you know who he is. So she's having to defend herself because she thinks she's in trouble. They talked about that too. And Alexis asked, "Is Maya an alpha?" He says yes, and she's like, "Oh, Newton's an alpha too. He got big dog energy." And Justin makes some kind of comment like, oh, two alphas, you know, that can't be. That's not a thing. Which is why I'm like, he knew. Like, I feel like Justin knew that this was, this may be a situation. And I feel like he just was not, I feel like he put her dog in harm's 
way because ha- even if they had been on leashes, I think it still probably would have happened. Like I feel it like definitely could have still happened. On right. A and I mean, it didn't, but I'm just saying like, I just feel like his attitude around it told me a lot about him as a person and him as a dog owner. And I just, the, the respect I, the little respect I have for him is like completely gone now. Yeah. It's tough. I mean, at this point, I'm faulting both of them. Um, initially, from the preview, I was like, oh, Justin's wrong. But at this point, I feel like she also neglected to protect her dog. Yeah, that's true. He neglected to true. protect his dog. And his dog obviously felt threatened by the situation. I don't know if it was because Newton came by Justin or what happened. Right. Um, who, who knows? So that's where we end with that for now. And we going to Pastor Cal visiting everyone. I guess he's going to, yeah. He does Stasha and Nate first. You want to take that? Um, yes. Um, so Stasha and Nate. Um, so Pastor Cal comes in in all his glory. Um, he asked them, he said they all look beautiful. They look so happy together. And so he says, you know, what will marriage look like for them? And what is the goal of their marriage? Which is a very interesting question. Um, Nate says the goal for him is to be on the same page, the same vision, um, again, with a power couple language and to help each other and be resourceful. Stasha says that her goal is to be financially free and create generational wealth. Yes, yes, yes. Um, she says that she's fine. Um, uh, Pastor Cal asked about salary, if they talked about it. She says they have discussed it, and she says that his salary is fine, it's workable, and that he exceeded her number that she told Pastor Cal. Um, so Pastor Cal asks Nate if he's okay with her salary, and he says yes, and he wants them to be a king and a queen and help each other watch the throne. Oh, my God. Um, Sasha says that she was very open, and she promised Pastor Cal that she would be honest and open throughout this process. Um, She says that she talked to Nate about kids, and he was very hesitant. Nate says that he wants to reach a certain number financially um, in his salary before he has a child. So then I guess Pastor Cal asked, like, how much they make or something, which I'm like, I'm going to take all these numbers with a grain of salt. He says he makes around 150, but the goal is 250, and he wants to be able to provide for his kid a thousand percent. Stasha says she makes 415. Yeah, she's like I make double, almost right. double. She that, makes almost um, double. Yeah, but so having like, okay, wouldn't have 250 thousand dollars before you have a kid. Really? I mean, I can kind of see where he might be like, look, like. I want to be in a comfortable position before I have kids. I get that. And, like, if you feel... And, honestly, like, two, 150 in San Diego is probably, like, 50. Like, once you take out taxes and stuff, if he is paying taxes. Um, but I feel like... I actually understand that. Like, if he's, like, I'm not comfortable with the salary I make, I want to be able to, like, be comfortable and be able to provide a 1,000%. I actually understand that. I'm actually on his side, crazy Ooh. enough. Okay, what does Pastor Cal say about this? Oh, my God. Well, you know, Pastor Cal loves pushing the sex and the babies on to married couples, especially the black ones. Um, so Pastor Cal says that you shouldn't make these standards because he's not thinking like a married couple. He's thinking like an individual. Um, and he says that, you know, if they're ready, then they should go ahead and just have a child now. 
Um, Sasha, Sasha talks about intimacy, and she says that they are very affectionate, but they haven't had sex yet. So, of course, Pastor Cal is like, well, what's the hurt? What's the problem? She says she wants to wait until she's in love. She says sex has been very transactional in the past. Nate says that she has been pretty transparent about her history and her past and her traumas and struggles. Stasha says that she wants to see more of his soul and that Nate isn't really sharing a lot. Um, Nate says it takes time for him to kind of tell his stories. And Pastor Cal says you have to force yourself to go deeper. Wow. What did you think about that? I mean, there is one thing he said where he was like, okay, well, if you make whatever you make and she makes whatever she makes, y'all are married. And so don't think you don't think you need to make this amount as a prerequisite because she's already making she's already making whatever um which i think is stasha's point like she could have a kid on her own she could do her whole life on her own it seems like but i guess for nate i think that's why he was saying he's thinking like a single person but y'all would combine incomes to provide for this kid and i think stasha was like yeah we would and i was like oh you would oh good to know um i thought that part was really interesting and then her talking about sex being transactional and not really Mm -hmm. knowing a lot about him which i was like that's true what do we know about this man yeah besides he likes to wear these turtlenecks and my god um, so many turtlenecks (laughs) it must be chilly um but also i i'm assuming i mean the way this was shown it was after after she went to his place and so i think if i if i was in that situation i would probably then have some reservations about like trying to have kids so soon because like i don't really know anything about you based on mm-hmm. living space like i'm not really comfortable with that i don't doesn't give me security but she has a lot of security in herself but that's i guess that's not why you got married so <sighs> we'll see uh, she says she wants to know everything about him he says it can take time. He doesn't feel like he has anything, to sh- anything worth sharing. Oh, it's Goodness. rough. With this yeah, couple. it's pretty rough. Um, so yeah. So after that, um, we get into Alexis and Justin. Um, her dog is in a cone for a week. Um, she says it's a very touchy situation, but they are going to take Maya to get trained for the next few weeks, and Newton will be here recovering. Uh, we get footage of Justin driving his car headed to this training camp. He says that they help with specific dog situ- issues. I just say aggression. Um, he says that he's doing this for the both of them. And um, they go to like some footage of them like talking um, at night. And apparently Alexis doesn't really trust him with the dogs if she's at work and he's at home. And I, I wouldn't trust him either. Yeah, girl. Um, Justin says he's like very sad and he's had Maya since she was five weeks, but he prayed about it and he thinks that this is just a challenge that they will overcome. We get to this training camp, man. I um, don't know where we are. It looks like we're in the desert first off. Yeah, it looks like we're in the desert. Um, I was getting really strange vibes about this place. It really looks like one of those kill shelters. I'm so sorry, y'all. I hate to say that, but like the dogs were outside in these like, crates or like areas lots of wood and it um almost looked like no um, grass like zoo enclosures like if you've been so to the strange. zoo and seen how they keep the animals are like in a cage and they have like one little upper yeah. area like, like big cats or something 
that's kind of what it looked like, except for they had like a little whiteboard on the on the gate, so you mm-hmm. knew which what the dog's name was. And there this was some really... hearts on the on some of the boards. So I was like, well, that's yeah. promising. Is it? Because you saw this place and left your dog there. That <laughs> again. And if I pulled up and it looked like that, I'd be like, no, like there's no way I would leave any of my dogs there. I'm so sorry, y'all. But like literally like when Gracie went to her board and train, because she went just to like build confidence and like because she was like leash pulling. And so the place that we took her to, like the owner's house is like right next door. And so they built this place like from the ground up. So it's like a climate controlled area. Like, they have their own little, like, um, giant, um, like, cubicle areas, and you can bring their bed. They've got toys, and, like, it's, you know, they have a shower. Like, okay, so seeing this place in the fucking desert, I was like, is, is the dog coming back? He, that, I mean, again, reinforces the idea that, like, sir, do you know what you're doing with this dog? He I don't know, know nothing. But he's he's had her since she was five weeks, which I, which I personally feel like is too long to be too young to be separated from the mother. Yeah, five weeks was a strange number too. I was like, so they let you have that dog at five weeks? They let you have this. That don't make no sense. This big ass dog in a studio apartment. And it's like ten weeks max before they can like be separated and get their shots and stuff, or eight to ten weeks. Eight to ten weeks, I think, is recommended. Um, right, five and so weeks the fact is that you crazy. I don't know where you found this kennel, how this was decided upon. <laughs> But I'm saying, even if I found it and it had good reviews, if I pulled up, I'd be like, no, I'm going to have to find another option. I'd right. just be like, let me put it back in my house until I figure out something else because yeah. that's not where I'm taking my dog that I love. But leave. then he says something more troubling where he says, if this training camp doesn't work, okay, so first of all, why wouldn't it work? But if it doesn't work, he will give his dog up. So, so many things wrong with this sentence. First of all, training takes time. So, like, how will you assess? two weeks is all we got. Right, two weeks is all you got. And two weeks can make a difference in, like, with aggression. If you're at a reputable place that's not using fucking shocking methods and shit. I mean, like, I don't know what's happening. So then the producers... I wish we could have gotten to see him, like, meeting with the people at the place. And, like, what was being said. Because they didn't show their faces. Probably because they know they're doing wrong. No. Mm Funny. Putting her in the kennel and leaving. It was it was triggering. Then he says he's asked about giving her up permanently, and he says he doesn't want to talk about that or manifest that. He, sh- some of y'all just make really bad dog parents. I'm gonna just Not leave it at that. A lot I mean, of people. We've spent so much time talking about this, but like we are very passionate dog animals. We take care of our pets, like <laughs> training and like food and shelter and like you do, just. Uh, Oh, Lord, bless it. Um, was there anything else about that scene? That's it for that scene. Um, we go to Lindy and Miguel. She has on a cute little pink backless jumpsuit. Mm-hmm. Um, looks like they're making dinner together. He says in the beginning he was looking for a reason to like for it to not work, basically, which he probably shouldn't have admitted to, to her. <laughs> um because she says, oh, you still are. And, you know, it's just a little bit. She's a little triggered every time we it talk is. about anything all, all decision day related. Getting married is a trigger for her. Um, so from there, she says she was ready for whoever was going to be at the end of the aisle. She was just going to, you know, go with it and not question it too much. 
they decide they have decided they're going to call it Bow Renewal Day instead of Decision Day, <laughs> even though the outcome is the same. I guess right. Yeah. You can just decide not to renew your vows. Um, it looks like they're having spaghetti, meatballs, and wine. And she says the best moments for her were the unfiltered ones. And he agrees. He says he likes, excuse me, he says he likes the unfiltered version of her the best. That's it for those two boring people. Yeah, it was very, and then he was making, did you see what, um, what he made for dinner? The spaghetti and meatballs? Yeah, it was literally like, was it meatballs or meat sauce? I thought it was meat sauce. It had like big chunks in it, so I was like, maybe yeah. like smaller meatballs. It was very like I feel like spaghetti, spaghetti and um and garlic bread is like I feel like we learned to cook that in like college. <laughs> oh yeah, he gave her like the middle piece of garlic bread. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, okay, girl, sure. It's the little things, I guess. The little things mm-hmm. work exactly. for work for people. Yeah, it was okay, nice. Um, who's after this? I want to make sure my notes are in order. Oh, okay. This is a note you don't have. Okay. Um, Thank you, darling. (laughs) We go into Morgan and Ben, and they're meeting with Pastor Cal. He walks in. uh, Morgan is in her scrubs, which is what what we can expect her to wear as a nurse, Um, just in case anyone was wondering. Pastor Cal asks what marriage looks like for them. She tells the story about the whole thing on the honeymoon with him thinking that she wasn't a nurse. And she's actually an R, already already an RN, which Pastor Cal's like, yeah, you're an RN. And yeah. she's like, yeah, and I'm going, to, I'm going to nursing school to get this other yeah, nursing. There's so many nursing designations that I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I think Ben is just very sheltered. He doesn't know what's going on outside of his own world. He has no idea what's happening. He doesn't know what's happening for other people. Um, so... Ben says he's over, he overreacted, and Morgan talks about feeling backstabbed because they originally promised they weren't going to talk about, I think, family and finances on the honeymoon, and they did, and then as soon as they did, he went and told Justin, and then Justin told Alexis, and then it came back, and Morgan had to hear about it, not from them, but just from, from Ben, that he had already did all that. Mm-hmm. And so Pastor Kyle says, putting your wife first is something you have to learn to do. Um, especially because these people weren't in a relationship before. They were just single before. And so the appropriate course of action would have been for Ben to talk to Morgan about whatever he was thinking and then consult with her before he talked to Justin. Um, And Ben apologizes for not coming to her first and asking about, is it okay to speak to an outside source about this? Pastor Cal asked about trust. Pastor Kyle asks about trust. Morgan says it's hard for her to come back from this and learn how to trust him. She says she's usually out when there's any kind of broken trust. Pastor Kyle makes a face and he's kind of like, you know, what happened to you? But he asks what, <laughs> happened, what happened to stop letting people in. Mm-hmm. She starts crying immediately or getting like a little emotional. And she says the stuff with her dad. Ben goes to get us some tissues. And if you guys remember, on the honeymoon, Ben had an issue with her not having a relationship with her father. I don't know how much they talked about it then. But we didn't hear a lot about it. She says she gave him options like A, B, and C, and he didn't want to do any of those things, and so they no longer have a relationship. 
And Pastor Cal says, okay, well, if there's no apology, then you have a reason not to trust someone. But Ben is offering you an apology, so that's something for you to trust because her dad didn't really try to make anything right with her. It's kind of the gist of what I got. They talk about forgiveness. Um, and Morgan says the intimacy they had was good until that debacle that they had in Puerto Vallarta. And she doesn't feel like she can trust him even with her body now because... Jeez. <laughs> It's a slippery slope. Um, <laughs> so she talks about my walls are up. And Pastor Kyle's kind of like, well, who put that wall up? And she's like, I did. And he's like, well, who can take it down? And she's like, I can. It's very. Okay. <sighs> and so um, talks about being released from judgment. And she's like, mm-hmm. well, I can work on bringing my wall down. And I can try to move past this. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to. Um interject that she starts crying and then goes into the bathroom and one would assume he would have brought some kleenex he said he was going to get some tissues but he came back with a whole hand towel (laughs) so just share that oh love him (laughs) i was like what's she supposed to do with this bless his little heart god Okay, I didn't catch that, but I wish I did. <laughs> Fuck me. So, Pastor Cal is like, okay, so can we can we snuggle? Can we touch? And Morgan's like, I'd be open to that. And so Ben's like, I got you. And he like pats her on the back, and like pats her thigh. And Pastor Cal's just like, it's so cringe. Ben is just not. He doesn't know what he's doing when it comes no. to people. It's very obvious that he has not touched a lot of people, a lot of animals, Yikes. interacted with many, <laughs> many things. But he's so sweet and so open to it. He says, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to research. I'm going to Google it. And Pastor Cal's like, don't. You're going to watch YouTube videos on affection? Don't do that, man. Talk to your wife. Talk right. to your wife. So, you know, Morgan says she'll, she'll teach him how to touch, essentially, and how to, like, just be more natural with it. I don't know. I don't know what, what's going on. I don't on know what's happening with that. <laughs> I enjoy watching him, but I'm like, dude, you're a little bit of a train wreck here. Yeah. Um, must haven't dated many people. Clearly. Oh, goodness. So then we transition into, is it Stasha and Nate? It is Stasha and it is Nate. Okay. So this is their um, conversation, I say, aftermath of Pastor Cal. Stasha looks really weird. Um, they're talking in the kitchen and she says that she's a little, I think a little upset because she wants to go deeper about their past. Um, she says she feels like she's sharing a lot about her and, you know, her, her past and everything that's happened to her. And he isn't sharing a lot. Um, she says that Nate's been going like pretty surface level and she's like, you know, well, is there anything you can tell me about your mom? Like, how do you feel? And he was like, well, you know. He didn't feel loved by his mom. And so she says, well, why didn't you? And he's, she's like, when did it happen? And she's like, just share, because you know I'm going to ask. And he says that he just doesn't have any feelings for his mom. She's a stranger. So then she starts getting frustrated because she's like, we have a very similar upbringing. Like, she didn't know her dad. He didn't know her mom. But she still gets very upset um, about her dad and about not knowing him because that's a whole part of her life that she's not connected to. And he just says that he just has no feelings. Like, it's hard for him to have feelings with someone that he doesn't know. And so she's like, are you dissociating? Like, what is it? He's like, no, I just don't have any feelings. He's like, I don't know what to tell you. And then in her talking head, she wonders if he knows how to be vulnerable. um, Because that might be the bigger issue here. 
<laughs> so, what were your thoughts about this valid. interesting interaction? Valid, valid, valid. <laughs> to say you don't have any emotional connection to the person who birthed you out of their vagina. Right. Your mother. <sighs> Whether you know her or not, no emotional connection to the point. She came to one of your, you've seen her before. And I'm sure I've heard stories about her. And to say I feel nothing is a major, major red flag. Well, and it's not true. Like, it's you not, feel that's something. The thing, but no, you can't find the feeling. And yeah. so that's why I'm like, ooh, you aren't connected to yourself. You don't know what's going on with you. Yeah. I think that's where Stasha's at because she doesn't even, never knew her dad, never met him, nothing. Right. And she's like, that's still half of my identity. Exactly. And I get upset about it. And I'm like, well, that makes sense. Like, you have a feeling about it. But he's saying he has no feeling. There's nothing there. It makes no sense. To her point, when she's sharing things and he's like, oh, yeah, I know. I know or I feel that or whatever. She's Mm -hmm. wanting to know how, like, where do you know that from? How do you know that? What do you relate to about that? And he don't really have anything to give her. Yep, that's true. So I hope that he can... I don't know. Like, just seeing that blank stare on his face, I was like, I would be so frustrated like talking to someone like that I'm just like fuck it yeah and then he says like he'll share more and she's like okay do you have something now and he's, he's like, like no not off no. the top of my head I'm like oh my <laughs> god like, you don't have anything to share about your life that's insane okay yeah it was weird I mean yeah. I think that's gonna be a hurdle for them yeah um, and I think Pastor Kyle had mentioned at the end of their scene that we already covered um, something about like Nate's holding the key to the sexual intimacy because he's not really opening up to her and mm-hmm. that's what they need in order to, to get there so we'll see um, Kristen and Mitch it looks like she's cooked some dinner they say the first he says Mitch says the first few days in the mutual apartment have been worryingly easy she asks him if he's been in love before and how he knew he kind of says not in the mature adult sense which I'm not quite sure what that means um Kristen says she's had a lot of boyfriends been infatuated with a lot of people and falls in love very easily he's saying some fancy words essentially says he feels she'll be in his future like she'll be around because he's thinking about the future with her they go sit on the couch she has some gifts for him one is a card with words did you get the words in the card because I skipped all that it was just a lot of foolishness okay she ultimately says it's the happiest she's ever been. Right. And I was she, like, girl. <laughs> she pulls out a mason jar. She lets him know that it was a repurposed mason jar that she got it from somewhere. I don't know. She didn't just buy it. Um, and she has put love coupons in it. The first one she the first one she pulls out to give to him is a yes day. Um, that one expires never. And then she has another one that we can't read on camera. And then uh, one for a free bubble bath, but it expires tonight. And he's like, okay, well, I'm going to use this. So she says she's ready to go to the next level. If something happens, if it gets a little steamy, she goes to run the bath. And they come out of the closet together and, like, I was so confused. I was like, because production is in the bathroom with me. Oh, okay. So I was like, where can I change? (laughs) So they're, like, together in the closet, the bath closet in the bathroom and the dog is at the threshold to the bathroom production is in the bathroom <laughs> it's and a the <laughs> so they come out and they're just like standing you know until they can close the door 
they close the door and assumingly, you know, get in the bathtub together. What do you mm. think about taking baths with people? That's always something that seems kind of strange to me. I feel like a bath is so intimate. Um, and I just can't imagine doing that with someone on day 12 or whatever day this is total. Mm. Like, it's so intimate because it's like, I just feel like there's, just getting in a, in a bath water, for one. So it's such a confined <laughs> space. Um, you're naked. You know, everything's in everyone's face. You know, and then you get uncomfortable because the water gets cold and you get pruning. And it's like, where do I put my head? And it's like, where do I put my leg? Like, and then I don't know what kind of bathtub they have. You've tried I, this before, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it I think. It would be awkward. Well, I, no, no, it's not. But that's what I'm saying. I okay. knew that it would be awkward had I not had that connection. Okay. So that's why okay. I feel like it's very intimate. I feel like you need to be with someone that you actually really like care about and not uh-huh. Mitch and Kristen. Okay. See, now that's the, I haven't taken a bath with someone. I don't think ever. Ever? No, wow. I don't like taking baths. So. Oh, uh, okay. Makes sense. There's one time years ago, I tried to take a bath after like not taking a bath. So I was like maybe a small child or something. I was like, this is really <laughs> hard. How do you keep the water hot? How do you keep the water You got to keep refilling it. (laughs) It takes so much water. And then I was like, what do you do? Do you just sit here? How do you wash your butt if you're sitting down? You have to sit up. Oh, my gosh. Okay, Lindy. Okay, Lindy. I was having a really hard time. This is just by myself. Wow. The thought of, like, sitting in another person's dirt, like, two dirty people getting in the bathtub. Like, I don't, I think I'm, I could do it like in a, a jacuzzi tub where like we both already clean. Um, maybe I take showers with people. I can do that. Um, yeah, showers are, yeah, they're easy too. Yeah. Yeah. That, that feels fine. I don't have, I don't have to worry about where to put my head and my legs and things and think, you know, I just stand. And so it's, <laughs> it's a little bit easier and the water stays hot. So I don't know, but hopefully their bubble bath went well. Do you have yeah. to keep refilling it? Do you let some water out and then add some in? Uh, oh, I do that when I'm alone. So I usually okay. like, because I love a hot bath. So like after like 15 or 20 minutes, I'll like add it some more water. It fast. Yeah, but I, but well, it depends because like my bath starts scalding. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it takes like a while before like it gets cold. So it's okay. fine. Whatever your Men preference don't like is. don't really hot water. Well, that's why I said I, when I'm by myself. Okay. See, <laughs> this is too much to navigate. I don't know if you ever tried to shut. Managing water temperature and who's going to be in the front and the back of the shower, that's another whole obstacle. That's like, why are we mm-hmm. here? Let's just... <laughs> it's for the experience. I guess. Um, so then we transition into Lindy and Miguel. They're with Pastor Cal. Uh, Lindy says that she has the biggest crush on Miguel, um, and she's really enjoying their time together. She says that she wants to see the realness of conflict and how they resolve it, um, but then Pastor Cal says, well, don't welcome trouble. Like, conflict will happen, um, but just know that you have the tools to handle it effectively. Um, Miguel says that he's really happy at this moment and that he can give someone everything for eight weeks. Um, he's not thinking about it, really. And he says that they rebranded Decision Day um, into Vow Renewal Day because it's a trigger for her. Pastor Cal starts <laughs> laughing. Um, he asked Lindy what does she need to give her more confidence about the permanence of their marriage. She says that she needs Miguel to not tell her if he isn't connecting to her. Doesn't that seem <laughs> off? Before she explains anything, I'm like, what? 
<laughs> just me reading that sentence, I was like, did I get something wrong? Um, no, what she said, I was like, huh? <laughs> so then Miguel's like, you know, he doesn't want to get to that point where he's lying to someone. He doesn't want to be checked out. Apparently, his friends used to refer to him as a doormat. And it's a slippery slope when he feels like he's censoring himself. And so he opens up to let the, the one time that he actually opens up in relationships is when he's leaving. And so he doesn't want to do that with this when he actually wants to communicate with her before that happens or if that happens. And Lindy says that she feels a lot of pressure to keep him happy. So much is going on. Oh, my God. I don't even know what's happening. It's weird because it seems like he kept saying, like, trying to help her pump the brakes and she just wasn't getting what 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 he was trying to say um even when he was saying he's been committed before without being without the feeling of being in love and she feels like well love is just a feeling you can you can feel it or you cannot but that means like if you don't feel in love then you're going to end the relationship i guess maybe right um just even like when she was describing it as a punishment i was like okay um and he's kind of like well i don't know i can't I don't think I can do what you're asking to not just tell you how I feel because mm-hmm. that hasn't worked out for me in the past. She seems very insistent on how she wants things, which I think that'll be an issue. Like she doesn't want to call it decision day, doesn't want him to tell her when he's not feeling her and just wants to like live in imaginary land. Right. Yeah. Which is so concerning. <laughs> on So many levels. I was yeah. just like, girl, you just want him to lie to you. This is crazy. Yeah, I mean, if one thing about Miguel, he's pretty honest. Yeah. So, like, why would he be like, okay, sure, yeah, I won't tell you. Like, what? Yeah, I'll just let you think I'm happy when I'm not. Right. That <laughs> makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah. Very concerning. I agree. Um, we get Kristen and Mitch's meeting with Pastor Cal. They talk about the honeymoon ending on a high note. She says she loves the marriage and it's better than she thought. Uh, they let Pastor Cal know they consummated the marriage, and they're making plans, but not lifelong plans. Not not just yet, she said. Taking it day by day. <laughs> day by day. They have plans as far as next week goes, and that's it. Um, Pastor Cal inquires about it a little bit more, and Kristen says she's afraid that Mitch will feel pressured, and he'll end up being on a wagon to Tijuana because he's feeling too much pressure, and she's trying a to be careful. wagon to pressure. Tijuana. Interesting. <laughs> she wants to be careful about the amount of pressure she's putting on him. And Mitch says he just doesn't want to lose himself to other people's expectations. And he wants to be sure of how he feels without, like, you're supposed to be this way or you're supposed to be that way. Mm. They haven't talked about finances. And so Pastor Cal's like, okay, well, here we are. Let's let's get into it. They whisper in each other's ear what the other one makes. How much do you think they were saying? Well, Mitch is an environmentalist, so I would aim Low, low, low. Like sixty. He, <sighs> he did buy that Berkey. Yeah, but I'm aiming lower for him. Lower. So than like lower 60. than sixty in San yeah. Diego? I don't know. It's hard for me to gauge because I'm like you have that <laughs> little. Nothing. He doesn't. He's not in the studio, but he. He. I don't know. I it don't can't know. be lower than sixty. I mean. It's San Diego. I don't know. I really don't know. His job tells me it's like a non-profit kind of pay job. 
I don't know. We'll see. I guess we won't see, but. <laughs> yeah, because they made sure not to tell us. So. No, and so he's like, I know she makes more than me. Then she whispers her number, and he's like, she makes twice as much as me. <laughs> um, I thought that was really funny. Which is why I think it's like, it's got to be somewhere, because she's probably making at least like one. What does one, she do for work? I forgot. Sales or something? So like 130, 140 maybe? Because, I mean, she was yeah. in a studio too. Yeah, he wasn't in a studio though, was he? Well, no, I mean, she was in a studio, too, like, compared to, like, Justin and um, whoever else was in a studio. Yeah, I don't know. The living over there, I know it's high, but... We know who wasn't in a studio was Morgan. Stasha. (laughs) Morgan and Stasha. (laughs) Stasha was in a house, honey. Yeah. (laughs) Ain't worried about a big old fat house, too. Um, Goodness. And so, they asked... He says he's happy that she's making more than him because it takes less pressure off him or takes more pressure <laughs> off him. Um, she says she's happy that with whatever he's making because she just wanted someone that was passionate about their work, which I don't know if I've ever thought, like, oh, I really want to be with someone who's passionate about their work. Mm-hmm. I guess if you were someone who's really unhappy about their work, that can drive you to yeah, come that's to that true. conclusion. But it's never been something I've, like, actively sought out, so interesting. Right. Um, Pastor Kyle asked if they talked about kids. They say, no, we have, they haven't talked about anything, really. No, they're taking it day by day, step by step. No, so Pastor's like, okay, let's go into this. I love that soundtrack. Mm -hmm. Um, So Mm -hmm. Mitch is 41, y'all. He wants kids (laughs) in the next few years. Yes, when he's 45. (laughs) And so. (laughs) Perfect age. Kristen is like, well, if it's up to me, I would say within the next year. Um, Pastor Kyle's like, okay, do y'all have any other people y'all looking to have kids with? Any other moms or dads? Because, Jeez, like, this if, is so if, weird. If y'all aren't, it seems like it's y'all, so go ahead and, you know, don't feel Seriously? like you have to wait a few years. So, that, so that's it, Pastor Cal? Since they're here and they're married, just have kids? I mean, Mitch ain't getting no younger, so I, I suppose. don't know. We don't have to have kids in this eight weeks. We don't have to, like, do that. Seems like that's what Pastor Kyle Well, He's always forcing this ma- marriage and Act babies. Act like you're married. It's so, so weird. Then he's like, so has there been the L word? Everybody's no. The again. L word? <laughs> and Pastor Kyle's like, well, love and fear can't coexist. It's oh a decision. And Mitch is like, I'm vibing with all that, but it's, like, been two weeks. And right. <laughs> like, have you said the L word? We haven't done that. We haven't talked about. It's not even attracted to her. We barely just had sex yesterday, so (laughs) one day at a time. Oh my god! Pastor Cal, come over and ask a bunch of like. It's so annoying. Like Like, love. Like, are you serious? Like Pastor Cal, they would never have me on that show because I'd be like, "Are you serious? Like, why on earth would we be talking about that? It's been two weeks." Well, because, you know, you have people like uh, Lindy and Miguel, or no. <laughs> Who said I love like, you? Oh, love. Justin said that he's in love, right? Justin's of in love. He is. Who else is in love? What's the, um, I think that's it. No. no on another um, season? No. Let's see who's on this season. That's oh, it. No, it might just be them. Yeah, they're in love. Well, remember, Noi was in love with the honeymoon? Yeah, that was like three days in, so... Stranger How? things have happened. I think it's all past. She wasn't though. That's the thing. She wasn't. It was all she lies. thought she was. <sighs> Anyways, take us into this grand finale. So we end with Alexis and Justin. Um, it's a very tense conversation. They're sitting with Pastor Cal. Um, what's the what's the dog's name? Newton. Maya. 
Newton oh, is sitting on, I think he's sitting on Justin's lap. He's like laying his head toward Justin. Yeah. Um, Alexis says that they had some miscommunication. She said that she asked Justin three days, ab- three days ago about any concerns with the dogs meeting, and he told her that Newton would be okay. Um, she says that she feels like she cannot trust him. Justin says that he told her to trust him and Newton wasn't okay, and he thought Maya would have handled it better. It's not up to Maya. It's not up to Maya. Stop putting it on Maya. Um, he says that Maya has had fights before, but those dogs were antagonizing her. I don't believe that. <laughs> he says that he it told... It was never her fault. Yeah, apparently it was never her fault. Um, her part. <laughs> her fault. Her part. He told... Um, so Alexis basically thinks that like he told her some information, but he didn't tell her everything. And so because he's withholding, it makes her want to run. Justin says that he feels like he's telling the truth, but maybe he's vague and doesn't realize it. So then he starts crying again. He says he feels like a crappy owner. He should have paid attention to the signs. True. Um, He should have done something about it because it could cost him his marriage. Pastor Cal says that he's very empathetic and he feels a lot, but he shouldn't beat himself up. Pastor Cal is happy that they're going through this test, I guess. Um, I mean, this could happen. It, I don't think this would happen in an organic marriage, though, because my dog meets your dog before. Right. I it's like, it would make sense. And then this conversation wouldn't happen, because as soon as my dog got bit, I'd be out the door. So, like, no, that's dos vadanya, my love. <laughs> I think you're better off alone. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, Alexis asked Justin to overshare and communicate more, even if it will hurt her feelings, and she wants him to keep his word. And if it doesn't work out, and apparently he said that if it didn't work out, that they were going to, like, give her away. And then he's like, yeah, but I'm just not sure. And she's like, well, what are you not sure about? The decision is already made. It's what you said. And he says that it's just not, it's not just, it's just not going to be easy a say in it. And she's like, but if she continues to be aggressive, then Alexis will not be with Justin. And she's having a hard time trusting what he says, as, as, as do I. I mean, you just um, said we could rehome her. Right. And now you say it, oh, well, easier said than done. What? Nigga, all you have is your word. So, like, what does that mean? You said it, and now you're saying that you're not going to do it? So then, like, what's I'll the point? Really upset her. <laughs> I was so upset with this. Like, I feel like the one thing that you have as a man is your word above anything else, above looks, above, I don't know, anything else, hygiene, whatever. You have your word, and you do what you say you're going to do. And so when he was like, well, it's easier said than done, I'm like, what? Mm. Are you a man? It was a disgrace. It was a disgrace. (sighs) Jade, your thoughts? I mean, Pastor Cal looked very concerned with this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay. This, This seems like it was very uncomfortable for him to sit in the room with them as they were like, having this little back and forth discussion um and with justin crying it's just like (laughs) i'm so tired stop crying like it almost feels like some sort of like defense mechanism like now that you're crying i can't really do anything like stop crying what are you crying about he just feels like a bad he feels bad i think you should if my dog attacked somebody which he wouldn't but if my dog attacked another smaller dog i would be so embarrassed and so absolutely but i wouldn't be sitting there sobbing i probably you know 
I, I would probably remove myself from the situation. I'd be like, well, you know, this is my dog. Let me work on them. And yeah. And honestly, like, this would never happen because, like, I'm just not that type of parent. Like, all my, like, <laughs> no. Like, Gracie has gone to training. Like, she is so sweet, so submissive. Like, she would never, unless another dog is, like, attacking her, then it's, like, free game. But. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that's a very scary, embarrassing thing to happen. Like, what's going on with my dog? And so, mm-hmm. but because his dog has been in multiple fights. Right. This should have been a surprise. Even if he's saying, like, they provoked her and they attacked her. I don't her, believe it. He's lying. You didn't do what you need to do for your dog to like make sure they were okay as far as like okay if she's been attacked by dogs she's probably going to be more aggressive toward dogs when she feels threatened so we need mm-hmm. to work on that and so you've had her her whole life you've been her only owner it is your responsibility to make sure that your dog is safe around other dogs and that she feels safe around other dogs and so if you know she don't like other dogs walking up on you you yeah. you have to you know train that and make yeah. sure that that's not going to be an issue because you can't Poor little Newton just wandering around, you know. Yeah, not so unprovoked, doing nothing. Yeah, absolutely nothing. Just wandering around, barely two inches from the floor, you know, easy prey. And as as the dog owner, you're you're responsible. And so hopefully, I mean, Alexis too. Now that her dog has been um, attacked, I'm not sure how it's going to go. Whenever. Whenever Mai gets back from wherever she's at, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't blame Newton if he had trauma from that experience and didn't feel safe. Yeah, with absolutely. What um, happens? And I guess it sounds like from Alexis what she's saying, like this hasn't happened to her dog before. He's not scared of other dogs. He's, you know, he's comfortable with himself because he's probably been in very safe situations. But this is, I think, this will continue to be an issue because. How do you both have dogs live together and your dogs are scared of each other? Right. So, very concerning. Very worrying. I guess Newton's going to be okay. As In this last scene, it looked like his eye was, like, swollen shut a little bit. Um, but I guess she may be giving him, like, antibiotics via eye drop to make sure it doesn't get infected. It's just healing. Not sure. I guess he has a cone on so he doesn't run into anything, maybe. Well, sometimes, like, Gracie will, like, try and, like, scratch her eye. Or, like, she'll put her paw on her eye. So I'm assuming that's why. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, So he's all in the cone of shame. Poor Newton. And Alexis, I think she's a little disillusioned now. I know she was all loving him before, but I think she's Mm -hmm. like, you don't tell the truth. No. And he's like, it wasn't relevant. What? That was so crazy. I was like, it wasn't relevant. The safety of my dog was in jeopardy because you omitted information. It felt like, oh, she never like just ran up on nobody. Okay. What if she didn't? But she's had her teeth touched another dog before in a non-playful way. It's not relevant. You shouldn't even have to ask a specific question like that. Help me. Um, so, yeah, we see preview of next week. Looks like there's some fighting going on at some costume parties, maybe. Um, but, yeah, just a little bit of drama. What have you been watching? Um, this week, oh, my goodness, what have I been watching? I have been watching what I watched last week, which is C, um, with uh, the beautiful Jason Momoa. I'm on season two. Again, it's like a dystopian world. No one can see... The witches are people who can see. It's insane. <laughs> but I'm watching it, and it's great. Um, yeah, that's it. What are you watching? Um, I 
finished Love Island this week. Oh, um, what a feat. It was just like the finale was all I had left to watch. Um, so finished that. That was good. Indian matchmaking. Oh, God. I can't bring myself to watch that again. Oh, really? Just the things with the colorism is just really concerning to me. Oh, I don't think they talked about that much this season. Oh, so they just swept it under the rug. Great. Love that. So they didn't want a fair a fair girl anymore? No, no. Or maybe they just didn't um, say it on camera. Some of the camera. people were people who, like, from last season were still there. And then a couple new oh. people. Um, so, yeah, I finished that. And then I've been watching Blown Away, which is a glass-blowing competition show. Just oh, God. A little lighter, you know. Glass-blowing competition. Mm-hmm. I don't. I've never blown glass, but I want to go to the studio in town. And the studio. Yeah, there's a like the studio. I think it's called Ghost Pepper Studio, where you can like go and blow glass. You don't put your mouth on it. I think they have people that do that, but you can like help shape it and make a oh, make a piece. And so I was like, oh, that seems fun. So yeah, it's a glass blowing competition show. It's on Netflix. It's pretty easy watch if you need like a break from life, like I mm-hmm. do. Okay. Um, but yep, I think that's it for us this week. So we'll be back next week to see. Mm-hmm. I guess Maya should be back next week, or maybe she won't. I hope not. To... That was the quickest. They said two weeks, but I was like, she'll be back this season. Really, so two we'll weeks is like week. the minimum. I feel like she should probably stay longer, but that gets pricey. But I'm assuming production is paying for it. No. There's no way he can afford that. There's no way. Alexis. I'm not sure. Who <laughs> of course, she's not. If there's it was no way. We I think it's sponsored. Okay, but there's he can't is. afford it though. He can't afford it. Why? Unless he's because I know how much that shit costs, especially with aggression. No, it's at least like five. Maybe it's a cheap place, and that's why it looks like this. The place well, yeah, you true. got, you had to pay money for. <laughs> that's true. You're right. So I don't know oh. what they got over there in California as far as dog training, but. Goodness. We'll, well, Maya, I'll raise a glass for you tonight, baby. I hope you're it's doing well. It's not her fault. It is not. It's never. <laughs> well, I'm not raising fault. a glass for Justin, so. Well, it's, I'm it's, just it's hoping that I'm just hoping that Maya's okay. That's why I said I'll raise a glass for her. Goodness, there's a lot <laughs> going on in this show. Maya, <laughs> Luna, and, and poor little Newton. <sighs> all right, guys. Like, subscribe, comment, Instagram, Twitter, all the things. We love you guys. Bye. Bye.